0: hey everyone it's time for another live look at the astrology this is december 26 2022 through january 1st 2023 um yeah i'm visiting my dad so this is your weekly uh report from it looks like a closet i promise it's not a closet um but yeah getting a little bit of a late start because you know i've got to figure out how to make this happen remotely so i hope you all are having a great end of the year happy holidays for those that celebrate Um, if you're traveling be well i know it's a little bit kind of a crazy past few days here in the united states and a lot of people uh that at least i know are able to travel because of the bad weather but um yeah it is coming up to the end of 2022 and away we are looking back but also looking forward and I don't know, 2022 is kind of a mixed bag. I don't know about you. But uh, if you're watching live, as always, say hello, let me know where you're watching from. Um, As you probably all know at this point, I have Sagittarius rising and so it's just nice to see where in the world everybody is and to, to, to travel vicariously through you all yeah it looks like i'm looks like i'm in the witness protection program right now but yeah no merry christmas to those that celebrate happy hanukkah happy new year it is going to be 2023 when we all check in next week and shameless plug if you missed my webinar i did a three hour yes three hour look at the astrology of 2023 you can get the link in my show notes or go to empoweringastrology.com go to webinars um and uh, i talk all about some you know some points that we're actually going to get a little bit of a sneak preview today but we, we have two big changes in 2023 The first is Saturn's arrival in Pisces, uh, has not been in Pisces since, gosh, 1994 through 1996, and uh, also Pluto's arrival in Aquarius, but that's just your first little preview. It's from March to... June of next year Pluto has not been in Capricorn since the 1780s and 90s so that one's kind of a big deal um but that's I go into that in the uh, webinar also I talk about the eclipses changing signs next year and more importantly what does it mean for you. So go to my show notes, go to empoweringastrology.com, get the webinar, The Astrology of 2023. I've gotten a lot of great feedback already, and I appreciate you all. So for those who do, do not know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium in the New York City area. Presently, I'm in Maryland, the, the my my the state that I'm from, I'm visiting my dad, and as some of you may know, that my my dad's actually been unwell, and you know he's uh, he's going through chemo and pancreatic cancer. So I know occasionally you all kind of say, you know, how is he doing? And you know, appreciate. All your prayers and all your good wishes. So yeah, we are about to go to a new year and it's actually a little bit of a quiet week. You know, when you look at the aspects, most of the, most of the astrology is driven by the moon this week, meaning the moon is the main, uh, you know, the push and the pull of the energies of this week. We do also have mercury retrograde, you know me, I'm not a big Mercury retrograde freaker, or router, but we will talk a little bit about what that means, especially what Mercury retrograde means for you in Capricorn, the sign that's turning Capricorn. And as I say every week, I will say it again, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. How do you live this energy? What do you do with it? The astrology is like a recipe. You are the person <laughs> that works within the recipe you give it love hopefully you put all of your heart and your soul into it hopefully and let it reveal what it has to reveal doesn't mean it's not hard and i'm saying that as a scorpio certainly it's been a difficult 2022 and honestly 2021 as well but yeah see some familiar faces on the live chat even if you're not watching live do say hello you can watch me on youtube instagram on spotify yes i'm on i'm on all the books and all the grams um also my website empoweringastrology.com um you know those something. you know maybe it's important to say or important to remind everybody that astrology it's a language it is the energy of time. It is a very complex language. I love the complexities of astrology. I love the aspects. Of course I do. I'm a professional astrologer. I love the intelligence of it. And for me, it's my instrument. And yes, sometimes it gets a little technical, but you know, hopefully we can all learn something about astrology beyond sun signs. So yes, there's there's more things to play with in the in the in the sandbox than just the sun. That said, let's uh let's let's look at the astrology of this week of December 26, 2022 to January 1st, 2023. That's a that's a lot of things to say. So, you know, like I said, the astrology is a little bit on the quiet side this week. And as we start with the astrology, we have a moon in Aquarius. So Aquarius moon on Monday, December 26. And when the moon's in Aquarius, we are starting to get to the end of the zodiac. And in fact, as we start the the week, we are relatively fresh off a Capricorn new moon. So if you remember last week, we, we had the solstice, the winter solstice here, and the northern hemisphere. Oh, good Lord, it is officially winter. Um, side note, if you're in the United States, it went from like Fifty degrees to six degrees, um, in a day, um, or at least a part of a day. Yeah, so got really chilly here in in the the United States. Um, But anyway, so we we're coming to the end of the zodiac as we start this week and the moon, it's, it's bringing us off this Capricorn new moon. So Capricorn season, Capricorn new moon on the 23rd of December. It says that over the next four weeks, because that's the duration of a lunar month, we are living life through the lens of the archetype of Aquarius. That's another thing astrology is. Yes, it's a language. It's a metaphoric language. It's an archetypical. Language and e- even though you may say, "Katie, I'm not, I'm not a Capricorn. I'm not a this. I'm not a that." You have that sign somewhere in your astrology because you are all twelve signs of the zodiac. The zodiac is the wheel of life. We just can't take one one sign and forget the other eleven. They all support each other, and our work is to integrate and to learn each of the 12 zodiac signs. That's the big curriculum here. So Capricorn season, in this case, through the lens of the Capricorn new moon says that over the next four weeks, we're getting our, we're getting our Capricorn on, we're getting our Saturn on. Saturn is what's called the ruling planet of Capricorn. And this is the season for us to get real there's, there's, it's no coincidence that, you know, we make resolutions. I know that word's a little complicated, maybe goals, healthy goals um, and intentions for the coming year. Capricorn with the energy of Saturn is like, how do we make this real? It's not, it's one thing to make a commitment to ourselves or to make a decision to go into the new year, and be like, you know what, I'm going to do this in 2023. It's another thing to actually follow through. But with the energies of Capricorn, we can make this real. We can put things into motion. We can create the framework. We can create the outline um, and, and, and certainly create the goal to get there. So that's why we sort of think about, okay, going to new year, what do I want the new year to be? How do I want to live it? The best that any, anybody can plan these days, but how do I want to live it? What are my goals? Capricorn is the sign of goals and achievements and growth and maturity. We don't always think of Capricorn as the sign of growth. That's usually a byword that we use for Jupiter, but this is the type of growth that takes time. You know, there's something in, 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 in our culture, and I'm sure this is not just in, um, you know, American culture. We call it seven-year cycle, seven-year itch, because... Saturn, the ruler of Capricorn, takes 29 and a half years to go around the sun. If you divide that into quarters, you get approximately seven. So every seven or so years are these sort of quarter milestones that make up a larger milestones. I had an anthropologist client once say to me, and I'd heard this before, but it was good to actually get it confirmed um, from a scientist that we get new bones every seven years and even every seven years from a from a child development standpoint are these growths and milestones. So when we get to Capricorn season, we're not thinking about next week. We're thinking long term. We're thinking next year, next five years, next ten years, next twenty years. I know it's a long time. So this is the season for us to think ahead and to think ahead for the things that are really gonna set us up for the future and even though Capricorn isn't the sign of the future it does pick up on the energies of Aquarius which is also Saturn ruled and Aquarius is the sign that brings us to the future it helps us to look ahead to to, we've achieved certain things with Capricorn what's next that's one of the ways in which we see the energies of Aquarius and this you know Capricorn season and the energies of the Capricorn moon is actually bringing in Saturn in Aquarius and as you may know Saturn's been in Aquarius since 2020. And one of the features of Saturn's time in Aquarius has been something called a square to Uranus and this is important because that's one of the reasons why tw- and, and, Ura- and this has been happening in what are called fixed signs and the fixed signs are um Taurus Leo Aquarius and Scorpio and the fixed signs in astrology talk about our lives and the sense of the things that we want to remain fixed stability security we don't want our money and resource to fluctuate Taurus we don't want uh, life to to be emotionally unstable Scorpio So for example, so that's one of the reasons why 2021, 2022 have been hard because you've had Saturn and Aquarius, fixed sign, making a square to Uranus and Taurus, fixed sign. And all we have to do is look at our lives. You know, where were they in 2020 versus where are they now in 2022? And where, you know, even on on the cusp of 2023, and maybe we can see seismic changes. Maybe we can see necessary changes, overdue changes, or changes that seem bigger than us. It's just life, capital L life. So as we go into the new year, we're coming out of that energy. But I'm I'm looking at this Capricorn season as one of these last, let's say, check ins with Saturn square Uranus in its highest potential. Saturn square Uranus is the need to reform, transform, reinvent, and sometimes quite quickly or quite radically so, the structures and the systems that no longer support us. I'm saying that on a personal level. So whether it's some aspect of your life, it could be a relationship, it could be career, it could be personal, it could be health and wellness. These, This is this energy that sort of demands us to reapproach things. And I'm saying that because even though it's not as, let's say as intense as it was during the eclipses a couple of months ago, it's still with us. And, And you can actually use this to your advantage going into new year and be like, how am I going to break out of my own ruts and patterns? How am I going to get out of my own way? How am I going to build something very new in my life and maybe that's scary because maybe we're you know we really want something to hold on to right now and that's what we typically we do with the fixed signs it's not that we can't hold on to something right now we just have to hold on to something very new so use this energy to your advantage like i said we are we start the week off with the energies of the capricorn new moon again that's making us look ahead and even you know speaking looking ahead when we get into the third week of january when we have the aquarius new moon that's that last you know coda on the saturn square uranus period of 2021 2022 and even 2020 if i'm being honest so the moons in aquarius as we start the week it's helping us to have a vision for the future it's also talking about the let's say the values and the resources and, and the money and, and, and sort of the things that we invest our time and money in as we start the week. Then on Tuesday, December 27th, the moon goes into Pisces. Pay attention to Pisces. And, I, and I've been alluding to this a little bit lately because we're coming to the end of the year. We're coming to the end of Saturn's time in Aquarius, which I said a few moments ago. Well, if it's leaving Aquarius, where is it going? what's going into the last sign of the zodiac, the sign that's after Aquarius, which is Pisces. So when the moon goes into Pisces on Tuesday, December 27th, we are coming to these energies that bring us to the end of the zodiac. Aquarius is about friends and community, society, social issues, social causes. It's a very zoomed out sign. You get to Pisces, you get even more zoomed out. But Pisces doesn't talk about our real world. It talks about meaning our manifested world, our our human world. It talks about the world beyond this world of which we're a part of, of which we have connections. We are both physical and we're also non-physical. And so the moon in Pisces, whether it's Tuesday or even into Wednesday, December 28th, it's sort of this reminder that we're going to go into the next three years. Yes, three years, starting March 7th of 2023 with Saturn in Pisces. Saturn is like one of the big hands on the astrology clock. And from 2023 to 2025, 2026, it's pointing towards Pisces. So you could say that the sort of the collective hour over the next few years brings us to the end of something. It brings us to the world outside of this world. It teaches us about spirit, spirituality, energy, but also the need to detach detach from the things that do not support our spiritual growth, uh, whatever you believe in, of course, to detach from the things that we hold on to on a physical level that don't nourish us. Um, It can even open us up to compassion, forgiveness, understanding. I realize these are very lofty uh, statements when I'm talking about Saturn and Pisces, but then there's the other side of Pisces where we have to be very aware of where we check out numb out where we run away we don't face things where we can get lost in our own selves and there's a duality in each of the zodiac signs and it's my feeling that once you get to the end of the zodiac that that gulf between the the two sides gets wider and wider And it's in Pisces that we sort of face our own abyss, where we we don't have the hope, we don't have the faith. Pisces is one of the signs of faith to carry on into the next cycle to the next life. One of the beautiful things about astrology is that it talks about the cycle of things. And even though Pisces brings us to the end, it's the sign that's right before Aries, And Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and it talks about new beginnings, rebirths. So in a way, the next few years are preparing us for a rebirth, but it's sort of that interstitial, liminal place between this world and the next world. For some of us, we'll be getting very deeply into our spirituality, sort of divesting ourselves of the things on, a, let's say, a self or an ego level that just aren't really us. But maybe it's going to bring up a lot of complicated emotions over the next few years, and maybe make us look at the fact where we we're not present, and a lot of times we're not present in our own life. We just sort of sleepwalk through life, or substance, or all the things that let's say the shadow side of Pisces, illusions, delusions. So I'm just saying this to kind of you know plant some some seeds because the Moon in Pisces on Tuesday and Wednesday. Is bringing us through that space, although quite differently. The moon is going to be picking up on Venus. Um, is going to, is going to make a what's called a sextile to Neptune. It's a very quiet influence. I typically don't point out sextiles, but in in the absence of any grand um, aspects, it's worth a look. Um, I think Venus and Neptune, in its highest expression, can be sort of the The promise of love and compassion, compassionate love, uh, a need to make investments or spend time doing the things that actually really, truly nourish our soul and nourish our spirit. Puts a little bit of a rosy colored glass um, on things as we as we start to close out the week, but it's great for relationships and romance. And I think it's a reminder and this a little bit of an esoteric comment about how, you know, because Pisces is Capricorn's third sign. The third sign, it's a lot of things and in, in, in any of the, the astrology signs, but it's also the part of the chart that talks about choice and the duality of life. And how capricorn can either be all in for the physical meaning it's all about money it's all about power or there's this other side of capricorn that knows that these things can just be a support for something altruistic and something better then we get into the end of the week we have Mercury retrograde on December 29th. Um, it, Mercury is turning retrograde at 24 degrees of Capricorn. Um, it's We actually have a little bit of a party in Capricorn right now. We have the Sun in Capricorn, Mercury in Capricorn, Venus in Capricorn, Pluto in Capricorn. And during the, the new moon, we have the moon in Capricorn as well. So... Mercury in Capricorn. um, Mercury is the sign of voice, communication, ideas, information. And through the lens of Capricorn, this is a Mercury that needs to choose its words wisely, needs to really stand in the authority of what it has to say. You know, this is a Mercury that has very clear-cut boundaries. Um, it's either a yes or a no. There's there's no in between. Um, and this is also a Mercury that can be very intelligent, but it's, it's one of those things where sometimes we can get the other side of Capricorn where it's not good enough, it's not perfect enough, we didn't work hard enough. Um, so that might be a little bit of a theme um, as we go through Mercury retrograde into January 18th when Mercury turns retrograde at eight degrees of Capricorn. So what is what's a retrograde number one a retrograde which you know all planets except the sun and the moon turn retrograde so no big deal the outer planets and i'm going to include jupiter jupiter uranus saturn neptune pluto turn retrograde four to five months out of the year so a retrograde doesn't i mean it happens rather rather commonly Mercury is the planet that turns retrograde the most. It turns retrograde three to four times a year for three to four weeks at a time. Okay, that's a common thing. Well, retrograde is, apart from the fact that the, the appearance, it's an optical illusion, it's the appearance of a planet going backwards in the sky. Astrologically, it's symbolic of a need to retrace our steps on some level if a direct motion planet is yang it's active then a retrograde planet is yin receptive retrogrades just like you know some other things in astrology talk about the duality of life the tide pulls in the tide pushes out it can't always be one it has to have the other side to it. And I'm even saying that, you know, talking about Pisces and even Saturn in Pisces. A few moments ago, Pisces is the two fishes. And we we see one fish going one way, one fish going the other way. And it really talks about the duality that's inherent in all of creation. Spirit, matter, physical, non-physical. So Mercury going retrograde through Capricorn this is a mercury that can't be active in its thinking and its choosing and its communication it needs to be receptive it needs to deliberate it needs to analyze it needs to be reflective in how it uses its voice this is not we can't sort of rush to decisions and When Mercury is in Capricorn, the decisions that we are typically making are serious. They impact our lives. They talk about the future. They they talk about the milestones of life. And I think that any time a planet's in Capricorn, whether it's the sun, whether it's Mercury, the bar is set high. So... Mercury going retrograde all the way back to eight degrees on January 18th when it turns direct is a need to reflect on how we use our Mercury. How do we choose? How do we step up to Capricorn's higher bar? Capricorn loves it loves balance, it loves partnership, it loves cooperation, it loves the the things and the choices in this case that really support our lives and support our futures. But this is a, a, we have to sort of work with the karma retrograde um, of our choices, of our actions, of how we've stood in, let's say, the authority of what we have to say or not stood in the authority of what we have to say. I mean, in, in its highest expression, Mercury in Capricorn has mastered choice. What does that even mean? Well, this is a Mercury that has the wisdom and knowledge of time Saturn, Capricorn, has the wisdom and knowledge of time in order to make the right decision. A right decision is reflective or conscious of how its decisions impact other people, impacts the larger whole. So this is a a, a deep thinking mercury and it's a mercury that doesn't choose lightly. It, it sort of weighs a lot of options. It considers a lot of variables and factors. So this is a time frame and even going into Mercury getting to the end of Capricorn on February 11th when it goes into Aquarius where we have to have a more mature and responsible relationship with our choices, our thoughts, how we communicate, how we listen, how we learn, and even how we move because uh, Mercury and by extension Gemini and Virgo, especially Gemini is a sign of travel. and and exploration also communication and learning so yes don't don't freak out um i I get these sort of panic messages uh, all the time during mercury retrograde life goes on do not stop your life because mercury is retrograde um i especially hear this um from time to time when like oh my god all the plants are retrograde right now or oh my god all the plants are direct um like i said most often than not, there is some planet right now that's retrograde. It is normal. Um, So if you have to make a decision during Mercury retrograde, deliberate, reflect, um, go deep, and and especially with Saturn still square Uranus, um, you may come to a conclusion that may surprise you, It may illuminate something or help you to see things from a different perspective. If you are so used to making decisions on an instinctual basis, which is the lowest form of consciousness, by the way, then is it really a decision? Is it really a choice? So this is a time for you to not make decisions based on instinct alone to reflect to take awareness of how your choices and actions and des- decisions are affecting every aspect of your life. It's a tall order, but, you know, it's Capricorn season. The bar is set higher during Capricorn season. So with Mercury's, not Mercury, with Saturn square Uranus, this might be actually a retrograde for you to cons- to consider options that maybe you would never have considered before. And that actually might, in the end, prove to be beneficial because it sort of stopped you or slowed you down and got you to see things differently. Again, Mercury turns direct on uh, January 18th, and then by February 11th, it's in Aquarius. I know sometimes we have to buy computers, we have to buy cars, we have to sign documents, we have to... Say yes to a job. This is just my personal philosophy. Again, just me. If money is on the line, meaning you can you you can't afford like you you can't afford, you can't afford to wait until February, then wait. But that's a long time to wait. It's up to you. If if you can't afford to wait, you have to make a decision now. Just remember: cross your T's, dot your I's, do your homework, deliberate, reflect consult the wise people and people that are wiser than than each of us that they, they exist get another opinion get a second opinion get a third opinion um and then make your choice and be a, you know at peace that maybe that choice may change or maybe it won't because i can tell you from personal experience i've done major life decisions while mercury is retrograde and it just it didn't magically not become my decision once mercury turned direct it's just all part of a story Tide goes in tide goes out no big deal uh then we get into the weekend uh we, we sort of go from uh, moon and aries at the end of this week it's typically an aries that likes to move and get things done It's a little bit of a home-bodied moon in Aries because we're picking up on Capricorn season. And it's just a reminder that Mars is retrograde until January 12th. And even though I'm no big deal about retrogrades, I'm saying this as a Scorpio, I will be very happy when Mars is direct because this is a Mars that can't just do, go, whatever it wants. Um, This is a Mars that has to learn to surrender and just go with the flow. Then we get into the weekend, which is the start of the new year. And if you've got some New Year's Eve plans, we have a moon in Taurus. I actually did an interview um, with uh, psychic medium, Delisa Hawking, and the link is in the show notes, but it's actually on the astrology of New Year's Eve. And, and typically my my pretty my pretty hard philosophy about New Year's Eve is to stay close to home, although that's probably not going to happen this, this year. But... Moon is in Taurus this weekend, and uh, this is a moon that loves creature comforts. It loves good food. It loves something nice to drink. It loves, you know, the simple luxuries of life. It is Capricorn season, so maybe it's just not simple luxuries. It's actual luxuries, however you want to define that, you know, so, of course, be safe. But enjoy, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about Taurus is that it really revels and enjoys in earthly life so if you're staying close to home make a nice meal uh, be close to loved ones if you want to go out maybe you're feeling uh, this Taurus moon a little bit festive Um, Venus is in Capricorn so it's sort of once a nice time Um, however you again wanted to find that and then we go into the new year and, and we're gonna go into a year that's going to have a couple of big changes which I alluded to in the introduction. So that was a big introduction. So let's kind of quickly go through the 12 signs and sort of talk about where we're at as we close out 2022, starting with Aries. So Aries, your planet it's still retrograde no big deal but it's going to be retrograde until january 12th so this is a time where you haven't been able to to move as quickly as you would like to and maybe that's actually for a good reason that said capricorn season for you especially the capricorn new moon of last week is opening up new beginnings in your professional life and it's just sort of this reminder that your planet your the planet that rules your career has been in a square to Uranus since 2020 2021 so this might be a season for you to make some changes in your career make some changes in your direction maybe redefine what is the goals or what is the direction that you're going in and so that's sort of like the the major note um you are going to have mercury retrograde in capricorn which is your career sign so if you do have some sort of new beginning in your professional life it's part of a story that's going to take you into february does this mean that if you get a job or say yes to a job that it's not going to be a job anymore you're going to change your mind change your mind probably not i don't know we'll see um but i think with mercury going retrograde in your career sign it's asking you to reconsider something see things from a different perspective make different choices about your future um seek um you know the perspectives of other people or maybe people in your um your, your peer group or your uh your, your professional peer group, for example, or maybe even, you know, talking to a boss and, and seeing, um, you know, what their perspective is. Maybe you are the boss. Of course you're the boss. So that said, it, it's sort of the story that is bringing you back to events from the middle of December. And so maybe you have some unfinished business and then it's going to, you know, turn direct on uh, January 18th. And then by February 11th, Mercury is out of your career sign taurus so capricorn season for you talked about this last week it really gets into these larger philosophical questions about what do you believe in what you stand for but also maybe even travel exploration getting very curious about life really wanting more out of life And, and this is a space where we just can't sit in our you know small small room so to speak we have to really search the world we have to open up our eyes to the world with Mercury turning retrograde in Capricorn, whether it's something literal about travel, you know, sometimes Mercury can be a little bit of a jerk, when it can be a bit literal when, when it comes to, you know, maybe, you know, switching things up on a travel level, but I'm, I'm saying this in case you do have something planned just, you know, do your due diligence, make a plan B or plan C. Um, But there is some story about your relationship with the world, your choices, and maybe even, you know, how do your values show up? in what do you stand for? What do you believe in? And what is your truth? And maybe this mercury retrograde period is a need to re-examine your values. And maybe the things that you thought were unquestionable, unsalable are actually maybe you need to see things from a different perspective. Keep in mind um, that this Mercury retrograde and even Capricorn season d- does activate this Saturn square Uranus that's been in your astrology since 2020, 2021. And this has been showing up in changes in your career, changes in direction, changes in responsibilities and duties. But it's also picking up on this just larger reinvention that Taurus has been going through since 2018, 2019. Let's not forget that, you know, especially as we have a Taurus moon this weekend, we had eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio back in the end of October, beginning of November. That energy is still with, with us, even though that was two months ago. So I'm saying this in case there is some sort of stepping stones or pivotal events or something about the new year that really plays on this larger theme of reinvention going off in a new direction and maybe that's how you want to start your new year Taurus and I know and I've said this to other Taurus clients, Taurus is not a sign that typically wants to make big changes. You're a fixed sign, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think that's where a lot of the pressure and a lot of the friction has been happening the past couple of years is that it's really pushing you to do so. So, how do you go into 2023 doing that from a much more empowered standpoint? And that's for you to reflect on as you go into 2023. Um, Gemini. Gemini, so you got a lot going on in Capricorn right now, and I probably talked about this last week in the update for the Capricorn new moon, but Capricorn is what's called your eighth sign, and you just have to understand that every sign in your personal astrology, even if you're not a Capricorn, of course not, you're a Gemini, um, even every sign serves a function, and for you Capricorn serves this function for you to do the work on yourselves. The eighth sign is where we have to face ourselves. We have to examine ourselves. Because imagine a life that is never examined. Do we grow? Absolutely not. So this might be a little bit of a hard season for you, especially with so many planets in the eighth, including Mercury turning retrograde. So to go into the eighth, to go in this case into Capricorn season is to make your to say I'm a Scorpio, bear with me, to make the descent into yourself. To make the descent into yourself is to go into emotional spaces that you don't typically allow yourself to go into. It's uncomfortable. It's, It's where you start to really desert yourself, to ask yourself the questions. For example, Maybe you're thinking about therapy, maybe you're thinking about making some um, positive, healthy emotional changes in the coming year, or maybe this Mercury retrograde is trying to get you to see some of your unconscious motivations, maybe even the fears or the things that you don't want to look at that are quietly and maybe not so helpfully, uh, you know, pushing out some of the choices. you make but this is kind of a i'm just being real it's kind of a little bit of a heavy emotional time as you go into new year you know mercury will spend in total nine weeks in capricorn uh you do have the retrograde then mercury goes direct on january 18th and then by february 11th it's in Aquarius. so that's sort of this you know frame of time that you're in right now gemini It is picking up on Saturn score Uranus, and and I've been saying this I think in other updates for Gemini, is that this is like a very deeply existential time for for Gemini. What do I believe in? What do I stand for? What's my truth? What's my faith? Is this faith that comes from a book, or faith that comes from a person, or is this faith that comes from within? So this is a season that as you're doing that deep inner work, It's picking up on that need to go even more and sort of to question, not just your psychology, but to question your existence. I know it's deep stuff, but this is the season that you're in right now, Gemini. Cancer, Um, I was just talking about Gemini and I was like, speaking of the eighth room, yes, you know, you, you, you love it when I say this, Cancer, but you are in the home stretch of Saturn in your eighth. I'm sure March 7th can't come soon enough but maybe it's a good time especially now that the sun is in capricorn it's the season for you to focus on relationships for you to look at um maybe even to capitalize on a lot of the deep work that you've been doing since 2020. Relationships serve a really important function on, a, let's say, a deeper level. It makes us see ourselves like we don't we like typically when we're single, we're in a little bit of a vacuum and then when we're in an intimate relationship with somebody, we start to see things um, that we don't typically see because this person is reflecting things back to us. Saturn through your eighth is this deeper work around intimacy, vulnerability, trust, power and whether that is the messy side of relationships or a need to open up on an intimate level to learn to trust with a partner or even with um, people in general in your life. That said, Capricorn season is about relationships. You had a Capricorn new moon last week. So this is a time in your personal astrology about people coming into your life and for some people, it's about the start of a relationship. For others, it's about the need to do that deeper work that I just mentioned on relationship. And for others, it may even be the end of a relationship if if sort of Saturn deems that the it doesn't have enough fuel or structure enough to support it in the future. That said, Mercury is turning retrograde in your eighth. So this is, or, or sorry, in your seventh, excuse me. Mercury is turning retrograde in your seventh. So whatever is happening in relationships, you know, see what's happening with the retrograde on the 29th of December. Mercury turns direct on uh, uh, January, almost July, January 18th, and then it's out of Capricorn on February 11th. So this is this whole period where there is some need to relook at things differently to 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 sort of rewind on something and maybe reflective of where you and a partner or you and somebody else um, in your life are doing a deeper work. Um, Leo. Leo, so Capricorn for you is what's called your sixth sign. And in a way, this is a season that sort of neatly lines up with the time when you're supposed to be thinking about New Year's resolutions or at least healthy intentions as you go in the new year. Look, I mean, resolutions are not about conforming to any sort of societal expectations about what your life should look like. It's like, what should your life look like? Because it's what is good for you, not necessarily... Good for somebody else. That said, there are certain biological realities where we have to make sure we get enough sunlight, we eat, you know, good enough food, we we get some, you know, modicum of physical exercise. So this is a season for you to really reflect on your human life, um, the things that we all have to do on a day-to-day basis. Take care of our life, take care of our body. So you had that Capricorn new moon as you started the as you started the last week on the 23rd. And so that energy is bringing you into the new moon, new, new year, sorry, not new year. So this is a time for you to like, well, what do I want to change? What do I want to change about how I show up, how I organize my day? What are my sort of duties and responsibilities? Um, what's my role with my health and wellness? And what are my goals as I go into the new year? There is something about Mercury retrograde that's tied to these sort of larger questions about goals and ambitions for the new year. Mercury turns retrograde on the 29th. It goes back on January 28th, turning direct or January 18th, turning direct. And then it's out of Capricorn on February 11th. So maybe it's something about work. Maybe it's something about health. Maybe it's something in a way about relationships or even sort of the sort of how people are in your day-to-day life can't forget that saturn the ruler of capricorn is in your relationship sign so it may be a need to get you know sort things out or clear things out in a relationship put things back into order and balance and maybe even look at dynamics in relationships where you either are of service to somebody else, or you give too much of yourself and it's not equal. And how do you put things back into balance? Um, Virgo. Virgo, you are Mercury ruled. So this is your periodic Mercury retrograde. No big deal. Um, like I said, the tide pushes out. The tide pulls in. Capricorn for you, and this is sort of building off of the Capricorn new moon that we had on the 23rd of December. It's about getting back to you. Capricorn is your fifth sign. And what is the fifth sign? It it talks about the, the sort of the role of passion, the role of creativity in our lives, the need to be ourselves, identity, It's very easy to lose who we are. It's very easy to get burnt out, especially if you're a Virgo and you work all the time or you put the needs of other people first. Mercury turning retrograde is this three week period that brings you into January 18th where you have to re-evaluate or take a second look at how you um, prioritize yourself or prioritize your your talents, your gifts, and abilities, or really pr- bring passion and creativity into your life. And like I said, you know, a work of a retrograde is to put something into our awareness, to bring it into consciousness. It's no longer at the level of the subconscious, unconscious, or instinct, just the duality, duality of life. So this is a time where, you know, you have to be more reflective, you have to be more, discerning or even um, analytical in, in sort of how you're feeling things. But that said, make sure you have time for joy, for fun, for creativity, anything that really sort of nourishes and supports you being you. And especially being aware of where you give too much, where you sacrifice yourself and how can you put things back into balance. Libra libra so capricorn forms the base of your chart and i talked about this last week in my update you had a capricorn new moon in your home um you know symbolically the base of the chart talks about home and family it's about new beginnings there and maybe on a very mundane level you're you're planning for a move or you want to make some changes in your house or your living situation or even bigger changes in you know your household um sometimes people move in or people move out under this energy and we can't forget that this is a new moon that picks up on the energies of saturn square uranus and i think that's a lot of what libra has been doing it's like making these bigger changes in in the root of its life and sort of its relationship with home and family but doing so in a way that sort of looks at these larger themes about identity if you've got family issues, like where do you belong in that sort of dynamic? Do you lose yourself? Or do you need to use this Capricorn season and this Capricorn new moon to really get back to you? Because it's hard when you're navigating the the needs of parents, needs of kids, the needs of siblings, the needs of extended family. And where do you like, how do you fit in all of this? So Maybe that's a little bit deeper philosophical theme in this new moon, but on a larger level, it's about getting back to your roots or sort of focusing on the things or the people or your home environment that's actually going to support your life. And then there's Mercury retrograde. So there's something about family, home, your living situation, your home environment, the past, memories, mom and dad, that this Mercury retrograde picks up. So Mercury, it spends nine weeks in total. Um, it's, it's been there since December. And then Mercury turns retrograde on December 29th. It goes back to eight Capricorn on January 18th. And then by February 11th, it's out. So we have this larger framework of time that's getting you to go back to something at the level of home and family, the past, memory, memory your household and even your relationship with your family Scorpio Capricorn is what's called your third sign so this is a season for you to really focus on your voice how you think how you listen how you learn and how do you stand in the authority of what you have to say even the intelligence of what you have to say Keep in mind that, you know, going way, way, way back to 2008, yes, 2008, that was the year that Pluto went to Capricorn and you began in total a 15 to 16 year story. Yes, 15 to 16 years of really excavating, excising, and transforming your relationship with your voice. And I'm saying this because now that the sun is here, we're starting to get to the end of the story starting in 2023, although really not until 2024. Pluto is going in and out of Capricorn and into Aquarius. so this is a, a Capricorn season where you, you know you have to to really stand up and, and sort of stand behind what you have to say, what you have to communicate. Capricorn especially as in this part of the chart, you know you have to really be the master of your choices to be you know in awareness and consciousness of how your thoughts, how your choices and how in, in, in your actions really, impact other people for some Scorpios this is the season to write to start a manuscript um, to focus on education travel it may be um, also uh, a focus as well this is more uh, trips than sort of these long-distance journeys but it's certainly a very curious time for you that said Mercury turning retrograde on the 29th it brings you back to something and maybe some choices that you made or a conversation that you had in the middle of um in the middle of december so mercury will turn direct on january 18th and then it's finally out of capricorn on the uh the 11th of february so there might be some choices some information that needs to need a little bit of time when you have three to four to five weeks to fully play out um Sagittarius, so not your birthday season anymore, Sagittarius, but this is the season for you to focus on money, income, material stability, material security, and sort of these larger themes around value and worth. Capricorn new moon sort of put the wind in your sails last week so this is a time for you to sort of make some um, goals about spending whether it's getting on a budget whether it's getting your finances in order or maybe making investments in your life and maybe you're even making larger purchases that sort of support your physical life. There may be this larger theme about value. I'm highlighting this because Mercury, which is actually a major planet in your um, astrology, Sagittarius, um, is turning retrograde on the 27th, sorry, 29th. And it will be retrograde until January 18th. Mercury is your planet of career. It's also a relationship planet. And so there might be some sort of larger theme about stability and security and a relationship, sort of the money that you make in your career and a need to see things differently. It doesn't mean that things are in limbo, but it may mean that the story is bringing you into the middle of January and then it needs until February to sort of come to some sort of greater resolution. It doesn't mean that your life has to going to a halt. Um, do keep in mind that you've got uh, Jupiter, your planet is now in Aries. It's a, t- it's a time of new beginnings, time of moving forward. You just have Mars retrograde in Gemini right now pumping the brakes a little bit. But you're going to start to see things start to move much more, especially as you get into the middle of January. Capricorn. Happy birthday, Capricorn. So you had your new moon on the 23rd. um, And this is this new moon that really sets you up for your birthday season. Do remember that you still have Saturn your planet in a square to Uranus it's still an aspect so this is not your average birthday season it sort of picks up on a, on, on some of the larger rumbles or changes in your your sort of the structure of your life that have been unfolding since 2020 2021 as you go into your birthday season, sort of the larger question is, well, how do you do the new year differently? How do, you, how do your goals and ambitions realign or, or head towards a new direction? Because that's the thing about Uranus is that it demands reinvention, especially because Capricorn is an earth sign. Capricorn can get stuck. In a rut or get in its own way so you're gonna feel that energy but you can use this proactively to sort of really capitalize it into sort of like how do I want to reinvent things how do I want to shake things up what is the most radical thing I can do right now so something to keep in mind um, the other thing to keep in mind is that mercury is retrograde in your sign um, until January 18th. It doesn't mean that your, your life grinds to a halt, of course not, but it's it's important for you, especially with Mercury and Capricorn, to be very mindful of your voice, how you use it, how you think, how you listen, how you learn, how you communicate, and maybe, especially, um, you know, Mars is retrograde, you know, this. we can't really work on instinct right now. And so maybe you're used to making certain choices, but you have to do things differently right now capricorn that said it's a it's a birthday season to break the mold to reinvent um, something that's maybe not supporting you anymore and to especially with saturn and aquarius uh, redefine what is truly important in your life aquarius so aquarius you have your planet saturn it's in the home stretch of aquarius You know, I've said this a few times and I think it's worthwhile to say it again, I think Aquarius, it's been a little bit of a tough go of things for Aquarius because it's had Saturn in its own sign. And then you've had uh, Uranus down in, to say down, because Taurus is what's called your fourth sign. It forms the base of your astrology. So it's been a lot of structural changes for Aquarius since 2020. Um, I'm sure if you're an Aquarius or an Aquarius rising, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think you just need to get past your birthday season, because then Saturn, your planet, changes signs on March 7th. So really kind of hold out to March. Um, then Pluto goes into Aquarius, so it's a, it's a big shift in your life. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get there. That said, uh, this season, Capricorn season, brings you to the end of your astrology. Capricorn is what's called your 12th sign. So I think it's important to reflect, to rest, to recuperate, to recharge, to leave behind the things that you just don't want to bring with you in your, in not just twenty twenty three, but into the coming uh, personal year for yourself, it's a little bit of a quiet time, and I would say even an existential time. What is, what is, what is, what does the meaning of life? Why am I here? What am I doing? Mercury retrograde, especially turning retrograde on the 29th of December, it could highlight this larger theme around intuition, how you communicate with your own internal guidance system, your, 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 your spiritual, your spirituality, but also these larger existential themes that you're reflecting on. And maybe this is a time for you to listen to your dreams, for you to pay attention to your dreams, write them down, to, to meditate, um, to really prioritize rest and reflection over action. Pisces, last but not least, Pisces. So um, as you know, last week, Pisces, Jupiter, your planet, went back into Aries. So it's a time of new beginnings and moving forward, almost, because I'm saying that because Mars is still retrograde until the 12th of January. But that said, Jupiter and Aries really focuses on money, income, material stability, and material security. And how do you make those investments into your material life and really get clear about what you need and maybe not what you you don't need? You still have Mars in in the sign of home and family. So value and worth can maybe really tied to the past or you need to make sure that value and worth really feels good on a deeper emotional level. That said, Capricorn season, especially coming off of last week, Capricorn, New Moon puts the spotlight on friends, community, your social circle. Um, But even these larger, let's say, broader themes of um, social issues, social causes, uh, humanity, collective, your community, if I can say that already, like, where do you belong? And really tending to these larger themes or even getting back to the mundane level of things, focusing on friendships and social connection. With Mercury retrograde, especially because Mercury is an important planet in your astrology, it goes retrograde in, um, you know, maybe it's it's bringing something up with a friend, or it's bringing something up in your social circle, or it's like how, you know, maybe this larger theme around um, home and family or emotional connection in the world or feeling like you belong or that you have the friends and community that you need mercury will turn retrograde on the 29th it turns direct on january 18th and then by february 11th it's into aquarius which is your last sign so maybe you're even reconsidering these broader themes around the future like where do you want to go and sort of these larger like questions around value and worth and you know relationships and and sort of the people that you want with you in the new year and maybe the people that you don't want with you in the new year. Do remember uh, Pisces that Saturn is coming to the end of its time in Aquarius, which is your 12th sign. You, this is still this two month left of to really release and purge the things that you do not want to bring with you into March of 2023. So there you go. That is your look at the astrology of December 26th through January 1st. Well, 2022, 2023. Um, yes, I'm, I'm I'm at my at my dad's house, so that's why I don't. You know, the lighting's terrible, the background's terrible, but you know, but I'm, I'm happy for you for you all to to join me tonight. So anyway, happy New Year! I hope you're having a great holiday season. Be well, be safe. Um, And we will see each other in the new year. Don't forget, uh, you can still get my webinar, The Astrology of 2023. It's on my website, empoweringastrology.com. You can also get the link in the show notes. Um, Follow me on Instagram, on Spotify, on Facebook. um, And you can also sign up for my newsletter. I, I send out a newsletter first thing Monday morning if you want to get the inside scoop for the coming week. So until next week, Thank you all, and I will see you in 2023. Take care. Bye-bye.